0: Frank,
1: it happened. I got a brand new phone. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, it's Android season. Wait, it's a little too early for new iPhones. James, there's new iPhones
0: coming out this year. Did you get an early iPhone? Oh, I only wish. Imagine a world where, you know, Apple cared so much about our podcast. that They're like, James, we are going to convert you to become an iPhone lover. Uh, that's, a, that's a reality that does not exist. But you are, we are correct. Tomorrow is the big day. It is Apple Day, the 10th. Apple's going to announce all the hot phones. We were thinking like 15 cameras on the back.
1: Yeah, at least. And I heard upwards of 30 colors and downwards of like five-ish colors. Either way, they're going to be colorful this year. You're going to get all your shades of pink. But like you jumped the queue. I don't get it. Why would you buy a phone a day before the Apple event?
0: (laughs) I know it sounds a little bit crazy, but what if I told you, while everyone tomorrow will be busting out their Apple pay and their credit cards and reserving the latest and hottest phones? What if I told you, Frank, that I bought a brand new phone that I'm using for my daily off of eBay for twenty dollars? I'd say you got an Android four point two phone. Do
1: they still make Android four point twos? I feel like that's, yeah, it's an Android four point two. It's got a resistive touchscreen. And it stopped updating when the Specter virus came out.
0: <laughs> well, what what have I told you that? Uh, no, I do not have a smart device. I have a feature phone. You remember feature what?
1: phones? Okay, so you're such a hipster. That's my reaction, James. You're such a hipster. A uh, feature, James, the mobile developer, James Zamarin Specialist, uh, has a feature phone. Great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Let's back up a little bit here. I, I, I'm I do have shock. a future phone. Please, yes.
1: Help me out here. <laughs>
0: um. So, okay. So I've had done these challenges in the past for myself, which was how do I reconnect with the present and um, kind of get away from this inundation of constant notifications? Hmm. We know that my life already on my smartphone, which is a Pixel 2 XL, which is my normal, that... Uh, is always in Do Not Disturb. I turn off notifications on a bunch of different applications to put it in more control. I turn off Google Assistant. I um, have it like in mute basically all day because it's in Do Not Disturb. So it doesn't even vibrate. It doesn't do anything. I also did the Delete a Social Media App Challenge from Our phone and I deleted Twitter from my phone. That was like two months ago, which was very nice. You remember all these things that have kind of been outlined over the last few years? Are you joking? This
1: has been going on since the beginning of the Internet. Look, I disconnected and let me write a medium entry about it. But please continue. Yes. So okay. I've been... I'm sorry. I don't want to undermine it. Yeah. Deleting social networks is kind of liberating and fun. So I'll, I'll give you that one. We should talk about that some more.
0: <laughs> it is. Yeah, I know it is. And, and I would say this. So I don't use very many social media platforms, but I do use Twitter a lot. And I have notifications off because I think Twitter notifications are quite evil at some point. just call. I don't need to see that my thing has been liked a hundred times. But what, what intrigued me about four or five months ago, as I was watching a Vox video, I think on minimalistic phones out there and trying to use them. And everyone came to the same confusion. They said, you just, you just can't use them anymore. <laughs> like the, it's it basically you're going to use it for a week and you're going to hate it. You're going to like it, but then hate it. Cause it doesn't do the one or two things that you want. And you're going to go back to your smartphone. And I said, I challenge this Frank. I challenge. I, I think that I can do it because uh, I love my smartphone. I love Android. Uh, I, I It's my favorite operating system. I, I do simply love it. And Android 10 just dropped uh, the, the day that we're recording this puppy. And uh, that's very exciting to me. And, and there's new features and there's tons of features on iPhone now and Android and iOS to help you get your screen time back. And I said, well, what if you just don't have that screen in general? Uh, because even after I deleted Twitter, I had this itch, Frank, which was, I knew that I could, I could be scrolling right now. There could be mm-hmm. something happening on my device. There could be an email coming in. Uh, and that was bothering me quite a bit. So I wanted to see what was available out there. And I bought this. I bought a few different feature phones. That's what happened
1: oh my god okay i just all that time you were talking i was writing down topics like things i want to talk about that you were mentioning and we just have so many to get through now let's uh, start with the easiest let's talk about hardware since it's got pointless software on it at least maybe it's cool hardware maybe <laughs> what does it got james break it down
0: yeah so okay i bought two phones uh now the first thing that I want to get across here is buying a feature phone in 2019. It's not easy. <laughs> or, it's actually really hard. I was going to say funny, but okay, hard. Yes, hard. Um, it is.
1: You used eBay, you, can, you said. So you had to like, did you research models? Do people
0: compare feature phone models anymore? <laughs> so that was hard. There is There is practically a non-existence void of feature phones in the United States of America now. In India and in China, hmm. a plethora of feature phones. Okay, that's cool. That And that makes
1: sense. Those are such large markets that it takes time for transitions to happen or that you still have the strongholds. I always thought India was Samsung country, <laughs> that they were all Androids there. But I, I guess it would make sense. Wow. So um, are, are, there, are there new products or are you buying all used stuff?
0: So it's really tricky. Okay, so when we talk about comparing models the uh, really nice thing is that nokia you remember that company called nokia you i thought know? they were called microsoft no we, oh. i think microsoft bought nokia then sold nokia again Did the parts of nokia <laughs> it yeah. was like bomber's last great move <laughs> i think so who who owns nokia wiki so uh, nokia i'm pretty sure now releases phones under their hmm. uh, they're owned by someone else now that, that's okay. i'm, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that that and then someone correct me about Nokia. (laughs) Yeah, because there's Nokia, like in the Nokia networks, Nokia technologies, There's subsidiaries of Alcatel. But Microsoft had the phones at one point, but I guess not anymore. They did. They did. Yeah, not anymore. So uh, Nokia, though, they made tons of feature phones, you know, those brick phones with the the snake and the banana phone and all this stuff. And they've been re-releasing a lot of feature phones overseas now. All the feature phones overseas, there's a few problems um, with it uh, because um, in the United States, there basically is only 4G. Oh, I was going to ask about this. And I thought like in the
1: modern era, we had all converged kind of on all the GSMA and CDMA and GSM and blah, blah, blah channels and all that. But you're actually running into that in the fine year of 2019, huh?
0: Yeah, so in a lot of the regions of other parts of the world, you can find a lot of these feature phones run on 2G uh, technology. I think yeah, we banned at, like, yeah. that. Like you you get a ticket if you put up a 2G tower in America now. <laughs> I believe that most of the networks have turned them off and maybe T-Mobile is turning it off next year or something oh. else. Yeah. And even the 3G networks are going to go away soon too. So What? Well, no one told yeah. me about that one. <laughs> eventually, right? I mean, yeah, at some guess, point they will eventually. Be, everything will be 4G, LTE and 5G at some point. So, the problem with importing some of those Nokia phones is the spectrums that they're on, the bands that are in there and making sure they're compatible. That's really tricky. So, in America, there is really only one or two feature phones. Mm. And those phones that you can buy, um there's they're both on LTE and one of them is the one that I bought, which is the Alcatel Go Flip, which is the grandparent phone, as they uh, also market it wow. as. Uh, it's they they sell this phone under a bunch of different brands, but it's the same phone. And uh-huh. then there's another phone, which I don't know who it's by. Maybe it's a Samsung or something else. But it's the like rugged smartphone, you know, the indestructible, uh-huh. you know, you know type of thing. It's not so smart uh, though.
1: It's feature phone or smartphone? Rugged feature phone. Rugged feature, feature, feature
0: phone. phone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. And if
0: everything else is out there now. Maybe even, it's a sign, James,
1: Maybe it's a sign. If no one no, else no. in America,
0: <laughs> never mind. Okay, we won't get to that part yet. <laughs> so, so these phones obviously sell and they, they are a big popu- the pop. There are they are a population, obviously, because they exist still. But when you look on the China market, for instance, from Xiaomi and from other companies, mm-hmm. there are a plethora of great feature phones, and they are now in the year 2019 finally getting lte okay. so i imported a phone the kin Q, QIN one s plus um from i bought it from gear best and it took about one month to get here from mainland china
1: i love ordering and from china it's the worst waiting for things like i love my one day amazon deliveries but there's nothing better than totally forgetting about an order order from china and then having it <laughs> arrive a month or two later <laughs>
0: best it's it's fantastic yeah i mean uh, i'll post this i'll put both of these links into here for both of the phones uh but it's really fun i mean it's fun because there are tons of these devices there's Philips phillips makes them kin makes them there's a, a you know samsung makes all these devices on here you'll see just you know nokia you'll be like wow can i set the stage so many.
1: for everyone i actually yeah. like this uh the one s plus here it's not a flip phone so it's not the old clamshell design we all used in the whatever 90s or uh this is wow it's it's what did you i don't even remember the name of this anyway small numerical keypad so we don't even have a qwerty keyboard it's not a blackberry nothing like that um looks like you're allowed to make calls with it and it has a giant screen and it's red what color did you get this one it has red white and smoky gray i got red of course you did (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah it looks good hotness i'll I'll be honest it looks good uh especially especially when you're Tired of carrying around devices that you have to charge every day and things like that. This is actually a tight little package. Does it have the internet, James? I know you said it's a feature phone, but does it have the internet?
0: So there's a few requirements um, when I thought about picking up a feature phone. I really wanted to make text messages, phone calls navigate with google maps and and every once in a while search for something on the internet and try you, to get something you are not doing
1: text messages with this are you this is like 90s text messages what what's the keyboard imp t9 what did people memorize t9. yeah are you doing that
0: well i came from a pre-t9 generation Me too. so i'm learning <laughs> t9 for the first time are you yeah and it's, it's great it's really good i learned it uh, like for a month and then i was like no more <laughs>
1: getting a smartphone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it's very good. I mean, in general. So both of these phones have this. Now, here's the cool thing about these phones is that they're both running LTE. They have uh, dual core processors. The Alcatel has a 1.1 dual core processor. The Xiaomi is a 1.3. They both have half a gig of RAM, about four gigs of on-disk memory. They uh, don't they run have any
1: software. What do you even need any of this for? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just wait just wait this is where it gets real good I'm okay so <laughs> they both have sd card slot expansions okay for photo um, mp3 it can play mp3s
1: does it have an uh a
0: phone uh headphone jack it, they both have a headphone jack that's correct <laughs> yes uh which is good actually no the 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 xiaomi one does not have a headphone jack that one's oh. USB C. Oh, wow, they are pretty yeah.
1: modern for feature phones.
0: <laughs> yeah, they have a um they have a Bluetooth built in, Wi-Fi built in. They have Wi-Fi hotspots built in. um I mean, surprisingly, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lie about it. There's a lot going on in this phone. Yeah, uh, and it's and it's like ABGN Wi-Fi. So it's got all the Wi-Fis and 11 days standby time. By the way, this is more powerful by or, oh, no, not quite.
1: This is way more powerful than the original iPhone. So that's why I'm kind of like laughing here that this is a feature phone. So what you're really saying is it doesn't have a touchscreen. The rest
0: of it is it's just a clone of an Android or an iPhone. So, yeah, they call these basic phones. I still call them feature phones. Now, the the thing that really makes it different, besides the fact that, yeah, you're right, this, this honestly was... My first computer was a a 600 megahertz computer or whatever at home. So, like, I didn't get a computer for a long time growing up. Uh, and then this thing is, like, four times as powerful or whatever, yeah, right? This is and this twice as fast
1: as the original iPhone and probably actually in practice much faster than that. So, it's yeah. a modern thing.
0: Now, the thing is, the, it, they each have their own operating system, which I'll talk about here in a second. But um, they... They can't install apps. Whatever's on the phone is on the phone. So, for instance, Alcatel phone, I can—that's the the Go Flip, if you will. Mm-hmm. I can um, send text messages. There's a music player. There's a phone, contacts, browser, email, camera, clock, gallery, FM radio, mm-hmm. calculator, video app. The the minimal, right? You just—it's the mm-hmm. stuff that you'd expect. And the and the and the Xiaomi one, the the Kin. Very similar. Um the 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 Xiaomi Kin also has an infrared sensor in it, so you could control your television with it. It's kind of crazy. Um Does it come with Twitter? You could go to twitter.com in the browser and that does work. Okay. So your whole goal of getting off social
1: networks, social networks are still accessible by it, just checking
0: if you really so we were out uh on on labor day was it labor day that just happened mm, yeah, memorial yeah. day sure labor day labor day if we're out on labor day and we wanted to see if this brewery was open so i just went into the browser and looked it up on there so it's totally possible to do this stuff in general but that's all you can do and, the, and like i said the the um xiaomi one is exactly the same. There is a browser. There's all these things on it. And, and again, my goal here was not to be like, Oh, look at how cool and hip I am. I'm going back old school. Right. It was, I want to have a social experiment, which is, can I just use this phone on a day-to-day basis to get the minimal stuff that I want on it without being inundated? And will that actually improve my like quality of life mm-hmm. disconnecting? Now, I don't know if it will, like, I'm not saying that, Oh, if you get rid of your smartphone, this will Im- improve your life because we'll talk about it here. It's actually impossible for yeah. for me to work. It is impossible for me to get rid of my smartphone. I could wow. not work at Microsoft without a smartphone. Wow.
1: It's impossible.
0: You just yeah, just cut to the end there. <laughs> I was
1: gonna, we we're going to go on a long winding path, but okay, we'll go straight there. Uh, where to begin with disconnecting. I was thinking about this this morning because I was looking at the Twitter this morning and I was counting the number of things I'm supposed to be angry about and it was just Mm. it was like three or four I was like gosh I don't really have the energy to be angry about these right now but like I queued it up to get angry about them later just to make a mental note about it right and to think about it and that got me to thinking, yeah, how am I using Twitter? How, how is all that stuff? I think it's a healthy question to constantly ask yourself. I think the worst case that you could ever do is allow these social networks to completely dominate your life to the point where it feels like disconnecting is needed. Like disconnecting for me is nice. I can kind of naturally do it myself. I'm a sociopath, so I don't really care what other people think. So I'm just like I can just walk away from the internet. But at the same time, um, I get the same dopamine reaction as everyone else. You like to read the news. You like to know what the royalty's dog is doing or whatever stupid news they're pushing on us today. Um, so that's a long way of saying. Um, this has been, let's call it a manageable problem for me. Do you think you hit like a wall or do you think uh you just wanted more help in your management of interneting?
0: Well, yeah, let me talk about exactly why I got into the state and how I got into the state and why I didn't think I could disconnect from my smartphone to do that and accomplish it without doing this trial. But first let's thank our sponsor this week from one of my favorite podcasts, The Tech Meme Ride Home. Listen, stop what you're doing right now, open up your podcast app, search for The Tech Meme Ride Home. Every single day, Brian McCullough, friend of the show, drops on the latest tech news every single day, 5 p.m. Eastern. From the techmeme.com editors, they give you the latest and greatest that's happening in Silicon Valley, the most up-to-date news that you need to know about. It's 15 minutes. It's on your ride home every single day. It is a joy to listen to. It is literally my ride home every single day. Brian also puts out bonus episodes on the weekend. So even on the weekend, you have something to listen to. I have been listening to it from nearly day one and there's over 300 episodes of goodness, but what's great is that you can start right now. Whatever day it is, there's a news episode for your ride home. Simply search Tech Meme Ride Home in your podcast application. And thanks to Tech Meme Ride Home for sponsoring this week's pod. Also sponsoring this week's pod is Telerik. Listen, are you building a smartphone app or a beautiful website? Or heck, even a brand new Blazor app for the desktop or for the web? Well, Telerik has you covered. They make sure that your applications look awesome by packing them full of awesome UI components designed specifically for each platform. They have full support for iOS, Android, Xamarin, Blazor, JavaScript, TypeScript, all the things that you could possibly want. And for mobile, they just shipped a brand new PDF viewer, pop-up control, doc layout manager, and so much more. If you want to find find out about Telerik and how they can help you create beautiful applications so your customers are super happy, just go to Telerik.com. That's it. Head to Telerik.com, pick your platform, and boom, your app is going to be amazing. Thanks to Telerik for sponsoring this week's pod. Thank you, Telerik. Yeah. So Heather said, James, why don't you just delete all your apps? Just delete all the apps. You know, delete every single app on your smartphone. You know, do all this stuff. You know, and then it's there. Yeah. And I had this conversation with my friend Jesse because my thought was like you is. When I read the news, when I read Twitter, when there's all these things, I'm constantly getting inundated on a daily basis by Google Hangouts, by text messages, by news, by Twitter, by email, by Snapchat, by photo, like Google Photos, is like hey, you know, we we updated this photo and now it looks pretty, like okay, like <laughs> I have deposits and I have a Redfin notification. I'm scrolling through my phone, <laughs> my my Pixel phone, and I literally have like a hundred text messages, like this person's streaming right now, like. It's just so much for me to manage in a daily basis. And yes, I could delete everything, Frank. This is a true statement, but I will say this. The thing with the modern operating systems of these phones of 2019 is that they are very good of having forced things in it. And what I mean by that is when you swipe to the left or to the right or up, there's things in there. Like I have this Google News Feed. I have no idea how to get rid of it. It's just always there. There's always news on my phone all the time there's always weather on my phone and there's always other things on my phone and on android and i don't know how it is on ios but i think it's similar you don't get to delete everything like there's some things that you just can't delete if you don't want this thing no you can't delete that so (laughs) you're just making
1: me think of um well, all the terrible notifications that you get over the years. But I was thinking specifically um, about the Windows Start menu when at first it was neat because we had live tiles and it's like, here's the weather and here's some photos from your photo thing and here maybe here's an email or something. But then, yeah, it turned into here's the Microsoft Store, here's YouTube, here's this, here's a blinky thing, blinky thing, blinky thing, more blinky things. And you really can get inundated with that. And so just as mental health, (laughs) I always turn all that stuff off. And that's I always felt so weird about live tile because I loved the idea of it. I just knew with my brain, it just we weren't that compatible with each other. And so I had to turn a lot of that off. And it's funny that you're mentioning Google News because my God, Apple pushes their news too. Apple News. If I'm not a vigilant, eagle then i get inundated with political news constantly and you know me i love politics but i don't care one fig about federal politics at all it's it's just not something i care about and yet that's all they want to push on you constantly is rage culture and get upset about this get upset about that and so fighting against those things is definitely gotten harder but i will say because I am an Apple fanboy are they're, they're making a lot of improvements here in um, more fine-grained control of notifications. Or in my case, <clears throat> I had your same problem where I just wanted a clean slate and I just turned off all notifications off my watch, at least, because it's just like, I'm wearing this watch. This is supposed to be a tool for me. It's not supposed to be tapping my wrist every 10 minutes, forcing me to do something. It's my tool. I don't want <laughs> the outside world to be able to tap my wrist.
0: Yeah. And that's uh, and funny because I also, at the time when I bought my first smartwatch, I had to take it off because you didn't have that fine grained control over it at the time. And I was just getting constantly inundated with my my Android Wear device at the time. And I, I couldn't handle it. And that was one of the first signs. I told the story where I was sitting in Boston and my browser dinged, my phone dinged, <laughs> and my smartphone dinged. And I was having a conversation and all these things were dinging and vibrating. And I was like, this is inappropriate. I had too many things all (laughs) happening. This is
1: inappropriate. I I just love that response. But um, it it kind of makes sense. It's reminding me of um, back in the day when we had the analog phones and a house would have multiple phones in it. So when someone called the house, the entire house would ring. You know, just 8 million phones would go off. As I remember, there was a sweet spot, maybe around 2010 or 2012, where everyone just had individual devices and places were quiet. But now I joke, I have... So many computers and they all share the phone calls and everything that a hundred things can ring again whenever someone calls me or whenever a notification comes in. The whole house, once again, just like the 1970s, starts ringing. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't need this level of notification.
0: (laughs) It's true. When I used to get... When I used to have Slack on my phone, I'd get a Slack call, and this and it would ring on my browser, and I would have like two two of them in, opening, so they both are ringing, and my phone is ringing. I'm like, what is happening? Oh my goodness! You know, can't handle it. Okay, but this phone that you got, yes.
1: it can still do notifications, right? Did you did you go through and turn all those off?
0: Okay, so yeah, okay, so let's talk about the notifications on on this device. So, uh, on each of these devices. What's unique here is that they each have their own operating system. And this is what I found very peculiar about the world of feature phones in 2019. So there is an operating system on this Alcatel phone called KaiOS. Have you ever heard of it? K-A-I-O-S. No, I haven't. I'd
1: like to know what the kernel is, but I'm just going to assume it's a Linux kernel. Um, that is correct. Correct. Yeah, everyone just uses a Linux kernel. Is it Android-based? It doesn't have to be Android-Android to be Android-based. Some people just like all the drivers and the libraries that come with Android. Do you know if it has that?
0: It is not. So KaiOS is a mobile operating system based on Linux. Uh, It's by KaiOS Technologies. Uh, It is a fork of B2G, Boot to Gecko, an open-source community-driven successor to Firefox OS.
1: Wow. Okay. So it's a rewrite of Firefox OS. I love that. Um, It's always sad to see good technology go away. Uh, Mozilla did a terrible job of marketing their thing and it all fell apart. So it's good to see that the idea lived on somewhere.
0: Yeah. And uh, KaiOS is the second most used operating system in India Right behind ah, Android,
1: super cool. Okay, I don't know. I, I'm still putting it in the hipster, but knowing that <laughs> it's super popular in India, I guess it's not hipster. It's just useful. <laughs> and
0: there's there's a bunch of phones that use this, which is uh, really cool. So the Go Flip is really well known. It's also called the My Flip or the Trace, phone, which is on Trace flow phone, and also Flip Two on 18 t So it's just been rebranded, right? Um, but it is pretty minimalistic, and it was all about just bringing four GLT. But it's all HTML uh, five based, so even though this hardware is relatively powerful, I would honestly say it's still a little bit sluggish, which I found really oh, hilarious no. in 2019.
1: See, that would be kind of the whole reason I'd want a feature phone is so that all of the processing power can be devoted to just real-time interaction. You know, I want a 120-hertz refresh rate on the screen. So that's a little bit sad to me, man. Stupid web technology
0: going all slow. It is. Now, that said, on the flip side, the 1S Plus is running a modified version of Android. So it's a very slim down, trimmed down, completely custom version of Android itself. Um, and it feels very, very fast. So I don't know what they did with it, but they trimmed out everything. So there's no app store, there's no anything, but it has its own apps and those apps you know, are contacts. And it has like a kind of Android-ish look and feel and keyboard and stuff. I haven't used it too much because there is an English mode on it, but there's still a lot of like Chinese intermix. So I need to figure wow. that out a little bit. So I went with the other one, but get to your notification questions. There is pretty fine grained control. There's permissions in there. So there is a camera app and you have to grant it permission to the camera, which I find hilarious. Uh, it's the only app that has permissions, by the way. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, there is pulled G- over
1: from Android, I guess I'm assuming.
0: I guess so. Is yeah. that the Android
1: there, one you're talking about? Yeah,
0: that's the KaiOS one. Oh, OK. So that's a whole
1: different. That's a that's a whole different Mozilla one, thing.
0: and this is yeah, and this is running like a, a a early version of KaiOS. There's a new version of KaiOS that actually does have like a mini app store, I believe too, <laughs> um, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, but in general, um, there's like a ba- there's backup and stuff like that and and whatnot. But it it is kind of cool to think about. But yeah, to get to your notification question, yeah, you can kind of have some fine grain control over it. The only notifications that you're going to get are messages or phone and that's it I mean, there's, there's no other there is email so um you can put email on there i have it synchronized like every hour to uh to like a fake gmail account that i set up but I, I plan on not using it unless it's like an emergency you know well um,
1: you know given that this is a developer podcast called merge conflict i have to ask the obvious question here james how do i write apps for these phones
0: uh, great question. So both of these phones that I currently own, you cannot do any of that. However. Oh, no. Even the Android-based
1: uh, one? You can't. It, they didn't leave in the application model?
0: No. And that was all over. It, it's very popular question too and they completely locked it down so you can't even silo it or pseudo it or anything it's completely <laughs> oh, <darn>. locked down <laughs> oh now, that,
1: that makes me really sad i, I would want to program these things i think you already said they have browsers so obviously you could write web apps but you know i meant real apps
0: yes you could write a, you could do that but there is actually a KaiOS developer portal because KaiOS 2 the updated one uh has an entire app store and And way of developers doing stuff. So it's actually completely possible to do. There's like a developer portal, developer.kiostech.com. You can learn all about the KyOS operating system. So in actuality, uh, not this phone, but if I get an update or a newer phone has it, it's completely possible. That's
1: neat. Um, So... I'm just going to go. I have no idea. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it's web-based because that's how the OS is for that Kai thing. Uh, So this app store is up and running. I could write an app today and start making monies.
0: That's from my understanding, I guess. (laughs) I can't validate that, but my understanding is yes. Um, You can. So inside of here, they have an example of building a to-do application in in vanilla JavaScript, React, Vue.js, or okay. Angular. Supported. Okay,
1: so definitely web technology. You're writing a web app.
0: Yeah, or yep. WASM, question mark.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's the most powerful hardware. They'd probably run faster than JavaScript, to be honest, if they got it to work. Oh, boy. Okay, so we talked about notifications. I guess the other distractions phones provide that maybe you're trying to avoid is that dopamine of scrolling through Instagram or Reddit or Twitter, any of those. And I guess the idea with these phones is the UI is so bad that you don't want to do it. Has that been working out for you?
0: Yeah. I mean, to enter a URL or browse the internet to search around, you're not just, you're not just going to do this, right? You could, (laughs) you can, it has a, what is the screen? 320 by 240 or something. Um, If you go to Kotaku or Engadget, It'll totally load the website. It'll take a long time, like 30 seconds to load. Uh, and you can scroll and you can zoom out. It is a very not pleasurable thing to do, but you can do it. Like I can do it. I'm reading the news on Kotaku right now.
1: I'm sorry. Um, does it have a touch screen? I guess I'm... No. No. So there's just buttons to zoom in and out?
0: One and three. Yes. That's
1: hilarious. <laughs> I kind of want one. I'm going to wait a month and get one.
0: <laughs> so my favorite thing to do, though is use Google Maps. And that works.
1: Google must have put a lot of effort into optimizing it for the platform, huh? Because I wouldn't have guessed that that would work well.
0: So when you go to Google Maps, which is just the website, so it's it's not an app, obviously, it's just a website. And yeah, you can search, you can show your map, you can do navigation. It is hilarious. Uh, When you search for something, like I was searching, we're going to Michael's recently to do some crafting. And you pull up the details. I can, you, you, what's cool is you go up, left and down and it moves a mouse cursor around on the screen Oh, and you go, <laughs> yeah, you go to, and you can say your location. So right now it's going to find my GPS location on my phone. And it's going to navigate, but it's not real-time navigation. It is turn-by-turn direction, and there's a back and next button, and it just kind of progresses through, and it's amazing. It's it's all I ever (laughs) wanted. I love it so much. (laughs) So good.
1: Wow. So all the innovations we've been making for the last nine years, you're just completely rejecting. I get it, but I like my 3D maps with their 120-hertz animations, James. I'm not going to give them up not gonna do it but i will say the size of this phone is really growing on me so i'm kind of wishing that we had like a ipod touch (laughs) size or not ipod touch um even smaller than that like a ipod shuffle or an ipod nano sized iphone now that's what you're actually making me desire through all this conversation
0: yeah it's it's uh it's it's different you know I was at Michael's and it was funny. I was finding a coupon online and I, they scanned the tiny little screen and it totally worked. And <laughs> the, the, the girl behind the counter, she, she was, she must've been maybe a gen Z or maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe barely millennial. Z Z A A AA. What's after <laughs> ZZA QW. I don't know. Um, and she was like, Whoa, she's like, well, that's so cool. She's like, she's like, it's like, you're going back in time. It's like, that's, that's, you know, so you're out there. She's like, I've always wanted to do that. Right. Uh, and I thought that was really funny that I was getting really interesting comments on it. Uh, and you know, it worked as is. I'm only honestly four or five days into this experiment. And, uh, I found myself pulling out my phone, basically none, because I can't do those things. I can't scroll. There's nothing to go to. And, Um, you know, I type messages, I place phone calls and beyond that, there's not much to do. I have taken photos, um, Mm -hmm. which is fun (laughs) and I'm going to send you one Frank right now. Ooh, I like judging photos. This is really entertaining because uh, the reviews for this phone are really bad and people will be like, Oh, the camera is so bad. I'm like, it's a two megapixel camera. Like i've used you're, digital you're ex-
1: cameras since the beginning i have seen bad so i'm i'm just looking forward to placing this one in time like what year would i have gotten this kind of picture that's of my true phone?
0: go to your phone yeah so this should send there we go i'm gonna send it so now. so what about Ba-ba-ba-ba. um podcasts while i'm waiting for hmm. this thing to transfer can i listen to podcasts on my featureless phone So this is my new favorite part of this device is I'm I'm getting to experience as I put on my developer shoes. I think the same things as you as soon as I got it, I said, how do I listen to my podcast? And that's (laughs) what I needed to know. Um, So there's no podcast app, but there is a video player. It's still sending, by the way. So we'll see if it goes through here. Mm -hmm. Um, So there is no um, podcast app, obviously. Right. No apps. Well, maybe maybe now that the app store is open, but not yet. Um so what if I have you heard of a small application called iTunes? Have you heard of that?
1: Um it was made by Microsoft?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. I do believe that that is that's uh, correct. Yes. So so here's what I found out is I bought a little 32 gig SSD card for this puppy. Right. And I said, "Well, there's got to be a way to synchronize folders." So I installed iTunes from the microsoft store which is a win 32 application now because it's all bubbled up and and it downloads stuff to your computer so i said well what i'm going to do is i'm going to plug this in via usb which is how it comes and synchronize folders so whenever i go in is that a windows feature or an itunes feature i got a little lost ah so here's the thing so when you plug in this device it is an mtp device uh so i remember
1: a... this from the 90s <laughs> that's right like all that terrible calendar syncing and all that it's all a part yes. of that it's all, <laughs> oh it's, all there. it's all coming back to me james it's
0: all it's all a thing it's all happening <laughs> the Frank. nightmare um, that we used
1: to live through
0: <laughs> it's all happening yes so uh what's great about this is that i'm trying to send this to you here we go Ba-doop-boop. and send this Internet over fail. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to send this off. Okay, there we go. And send. We're trying to send it again. So there was a quest in which I had to, how do I synchronize this? Mm-hmm. iTunes will download music onto my computer. How do I get them onto my device without having to manually drag them over? Right. Because when I plug this in, it comes up and here's an SD card and I can put stuff on there. And I found an app. It's at least for Windows. It's called GoodSync. Nice. GoodSync is awesome because you can think of it as automated synchronization tasks, Uh, and you can have two-way sync or one-way sync, and what we will do is you give it a folder on your computer, and then you say, where do you want to synchronize this folder anywhere else? So another folder Mm -hmm. to Dropbox, to the cloud, or to an MTP device. Um, (laughs) So what I do is I plug in my phone, I open up GoodSync, and when I want to synchronize podcasts, I say sync, and it copies everything. So if I listen to a podcast, I delete it, do whatever, photos, bingo, bango, done. And that's also how I synchronize photos from this beautiful two megapixel camera back to my computer. And that's pretty cool.
1: Okay, I like it. I approve of it. But I think the greatest innovation over the last nine years was the lack of need to sync <laughs> i'm just so over sync i think i would still kind of go for like a web-based um podcast player there's probably some mm. out there that you could use so or maybe you could write one for the phone i but uh that that all brings up nightmares now james i would like to talk about this terrible photo you just sent me
0: <laughs> yes uh, i was at, okay um I, I was at so yeah so terrible okay so let's talk about that because i got a few more things to talk about but yeah so to, get, to finish your photo thing or to finish your video or music thing, what's cool is iTunes has all the artwork and it shows all the artwork, has all the mm. shows. So, and it all plays and it has, you know, an output audio jack. So it totally works. So it does work. No, okay. no 1.2x. But besides that, it works. Very good. Very good. Yes. Very good.
1: Now let's talk about the camera. I don't yes. want to I don't want to diss it too bad. I mean, the photo, it has recognizable shapes in it. It vaguely resembles the color blue when it should. I'm assuming those things were actually blue. (laughs) It's just a bit noisy and blurry at the same time, which is pretty impressive. Um, (laughs) I'm pretty sure like a highly trained, very sophisticated neural network could. Wow, it's even got fringing. Never mind. It's got a little optical distortion, too. Um, I think a neural network could clean this up a little bit. But your thumb came out nicely. So that's good.
0: My thumb? Let me see. Yeah, your thumb's in the
1: bottom right, so it's hard to, hard to get your thumb out of the way of the camera. I'm oh assuming. yeah, it is. <laughs> it is
0: over there, huh? That's funny. <laughs> There's so, a lens
1: flare on everything. There's artificial, fake, accidental bokeh. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. I love it.
0: But it's you can clearly you can clearly see that I was playing pinball and I was drinking a bad Jimmy's bad light. <laughs> the truth
1: is this. In a world where none of us ever go back and look at our old photos, this is more than enough when I'm 80 years old, scrolling back through my 30-year age. And I'm like, yep, beer can at Bad Jimmy's. That's what it was like.
0: <laughs> yep. All right. So one, yes, you are never going to take a photo on this thing. And it's slow. It's terrible. That's not why you got this phone. You, you didn't get this phone for this. Not expecting it to be great at all. And it's definitely not. And, uh, that is one of the the shortfalls, but again, the, here's the thing that it comes down to, cause we've been talking about this for 40 minutes. So let's get into Somehow. the, <laughs> yes, let's get into the creme de la creme because we don't care about these beautiful two megapixel cameras that are, you know, 1200 by 1600. Pretty, pretty good. Actually pretty good. Um, it is, I, I have them on my computer and they do look, That's pretty rough, Um when you open them, when you see them on a very small screen, they look okay. But oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean it looks like it was artificially rescaled.
1: It's so blurry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's very bad. Uh yes. So here's the crumb de la crumb of this. Because I said earlier I can't get rid of my smartphone. It's actually impossible because there's a little thing on the internet called two-factor authentication. Do you know about two-factor authentication? Oh shoot. Darn. Yeah.
1: Two Factor is
0: kind of the bane of my existence now. Actually,
1: I never minded um Two Factor as much as I mind everyone using those key generator app things now mm-hmm. because... A, it turns out I'm bad at them, and I keep losing my authenticator token thingers, and that means I literally have to, like, call people and give them my license. It's it's so gross. So I think that the modern scare of you should fear everything on the internet and get quadruple authentication is ridiculous, and I hate participating in it, and yet it is a feature of our modern world that we're stuck with. So, James, I'm assuming this phone has no compatibility with any of that. <laughs>
0: Well, if you do the most insecure two-factor authentication over SMS, then absolutely it'll work just fine, Frank. It's um, plenty
1: of security. If someone hacks your smartphone SMS ID, then you have bigger problems than whatever amount of money is in your stupid bank account. <laughs>
0: it's true. But that said, yeah, obviously I'm not getting my Google Authenticator. Um, I have an Authenticator for work in which I have to use my you know thumbprint to log in um, as well. So All of these different things, um, lead to the fact that I can't go to work without actually having this phone, uh, with me (laughs) in in general, there might be ways to have it. So it has to call you and give you codes or do something, but again, that's not also secure either. Um, so, so that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day is I can't necessarily get rid of this phone. And additionally, since I can't get rid of it, it also means that I will be carrying around a great camera with me at all times. For all all intensive purposes, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to carry around that phone all the time, Frank. Because if I have to bring it to work, I can shove it in my backpack. You know, I can carry it with me. When we went out the other day, uh, yesterday, traveling all over, and went to go play pinball, I just brought my this little flip phone because that's what I want to be as much as possible. So during work trips, boom, I'm good to go, and then I can use this whenever I need to. Now. That's what I'm kind of going towards at this point. Because if I go on holiday, I want to be able to take good photos. So I'm not going to bring this camera. Or if I bring this camera, I'm also going to bring my other phone or an actual camera because I need to take really good photos. I'm on holiday. I don't want two megapixel photos of my trip to wherever I'm going. That's shenanigans. You know what I mean? Uh, but On a day to day basis, when I'm just out going to the grocery store, out playing pinball, out hanging out with you hacking our Game Boy, I don't actually need my smartphone, you know, and then that does that sort of decouples me from the ability to get onto all those things and check my email and check the Twitters and all those things. So that's kind of the process that I'm putting in my mind.
1: Uh, I was sad there in the beginning because we just spent all that time talking about how this phone is pathetic and yet somehow still satisfies the most basic needs that we all have. And so I was kind of on board with it and I was rather enjoying the blurry photo and everything. And then you said you have to carry around a big old Android and I hate carrying multiple devices. I could never do that. So I'm a little bit lucky. I don't think I'm as boxed in to the authentication networks. So I feel like your experiment would probably work better on me than (laughs) anyone else. (laughs) But no way in the world am I giving up my iPhone 10. I love this stupid device. I just wish it were a little smaller. (laughs) So I appreciate uh, your experiment. I really do. Um, And I hope it's more successful. I hope you can find a way around all those authentication schemes because, and I hope that you don't end up getting into the habit of carrying around the Android. Or this will all fall apart in a week. We'll have to do an update.
0: Yeah, you know, and then that's kind of why it's an experiment. And we'll see how it goes. And the biggest highlight is that I've had so far, besides not scrolling, is it's actually really nice to not have a, like, one-pound device in your pocket. Like, yeah. Th- it's really That's what really I keep nice. saying about
1: the size. <laughs> that's all I keep thinking about is probably how light the stupid thing is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and then it had me thinking, what if Motorola re-release the Razer. How cool would that be? I think they could even make a smaller one
1: at this oh, yeah. point. yeah. Because even the Razer had a lot of bezel around it. Like, you could do yeah. a really tight phone these days. I think so. I'm just
0: saying. It'd be a great idea. Yep. And all it needs to do, again, text messaging, phone calls, Google Maps. Like, it's all I really need, people. Like, podcasts. all I really need. <laughs> and podcaster. Why not? If you play audio files, that's good. So, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, and, and that's what had me really thinking about, long-term of of this of this device or other things is will it facilitate those needs because google maps to me podcasts are important but google maps is the end-all be-all of being able to do it and We'll see in a few weeks, in a week, in a day. Who knows? Maybe by the time this (laughs) podcast outs, I'll have given it all up, Frank. Who
1: knows? (laughs) I I have more faith in you than that. But I'm going to give it a few months tops because eventually you're going to want your dopamine. Got to check out the Instagrams. Got to make your social profile big. Yo, something. I don't know. (laughs) Well,
0: yeah, correct. Well, we'll see how it goes. But Frank, let me thank you for honestly letting me talk about this topic for 45 minutes. It's kind of ridiculous. And uh-huh. uh, <laughs> i, I, I no, think it's see, a- I
1: felt bad because i know that we're we have uh an apple event coming up and i'm gonna want to just chit chat about that for a long time so i'm putting in my time with this episode james good good
0: <laughs> i'm also very curious if other people have tried an experiment i have now talked to a lot of people that have been uh talking to me that they didn't go the route that i went but they ended up going down different routes to try to decouple themselves from their smartphone. So going down the mental sort of experiment of every time you go to reach for your phone, stopping, thinking, do I really need to do this right now? Or like you said, turning off all notifications or monochroming your screen and what has worked, what hasn't worked. I'm, I'd be super curious, um, to be honest with you, because I believe that most people nowadays kind of want to disconnect just a little bit even if it's just a little bit um i could be wrong maybe i'm crazy i don't know frank
1: well i hope to goodness everyone's disconnecting at least from the default settings because with the number of apps i have on my phone if i wasn't rigorous about disabling notifications it would be buzzing a few times an hour at least oh more than that what am i even saying <laughs> probably every five minutes uh, so thank god i don't we don't live in that world we can at least That's disable true. that much yep yeah. be interested to hear i think we all have our techniques for dealing with the internet
0: (laughs) yeah all right well thank you frank for letting me talk your air off and thanks to all of our listeners for keeping it with us while we talk about these future it's really it's a fun world to get into i swear it's really really bananas uh anyways uh i'll let everyone know how it's going in the next few weeks but until next time this has been merge conflict i'm james montemagno and i'm frank krueger thanks for listening peace